Hello and welcome to Called Bank Sports. Um, before we really get going on this, um, if you guys could leave a like on this video wherever you're at, we'd really appreciate it. Um, after last night and the Spurs lost, Dale and I are not as hyped <laughs> as we'd like to be on the Jazz. And if we could at least get a like from you guys, that would make our day a lot better. Um, and also, we're shooting for 500 followers. We're doing a giveaway when we get to that. Um, so please... Help us out, share with your friends, or give us a follow if you haven't yet. But dang, the Utah Jazz had an okay first quarter last night. Um, we're able to take a lead into the half, even keep that lead after a horrendous third quarter from both teams, and then allow Greg Popovich to finally break the regular um, season wins record by just having a dismal fourth quarter. Um, on the tail of a game where the Jazz absolutely blew out Portland, and it looked like the Jazz were hopefully going to continue to win the games they needed to win. And last night, they couldn't do it. Um, it's fully possible that the Jazz are going to drop down to the sixth seed, which I am not a fan of. Really don't want that to happen. Like, fourth seed is where I feel like the Jazz need to be to have any hope of success. And Dale and I understand that, you know, there's still like 16 games left till the um, end of the season. There's still more time, and we should not enter complete doom and gloom right now. But there are some big games coming up. I mean, this week, the Jazz are going to be playing Milwaukee and Chicago, games that you really should be able to put up a good fight in. Then they're going to be playing Brooklyn and Boston. They're playing Dallas, who they need to get the tiebreak against. Like, there's some stress. And if they get the tiebreak against Dallas, things are a lot better since they have the tiebreak over the five and six seeds um, as things currently stand. But there's a lot going on. And Dale... I, I still don't know entirely where we're going with this episode. I don't know how positive or negative we're going to be, but what are kind of your thoughts on your, what are your feelings right now? So first I, I want to start off with some people might see this episode and um, they might say the jazz have been playing pretty good so far and we're just overreacting to a bad Spurs game. <laughs> um, and, and there's there. probably some, some truth there because we just blew up the trailblazers uh, but losing to the Spurs is, like, it's bad. The Jazz have had a tough time with the Spurs the past few seasons, though, so I don't think it's necessarily the worst thing in the world. Here's why we're pro we might seem like we're overreacting, is the Jazz have been playing good recently. We've been seeing some pretty good basketball from the Jazz the past 10 or so games. Uh, they're 6-4, and four, so it, it's not as good as we'd like it. The trouble is the Mavs are half game behind them, and the Mavs have been playing great. The Nuggets are a game and a half behind the Jazz, and the Nuggets have been playing great. And it looks like there's there's no slowing down the Mavs and Nuggets right now. And the Jazz have just been proved that they are going to slow down. <laughs> and so there's a very high chance that where before we kind of felt like, yeah, the Jazz are kind of locked in at the fourth seed, how they're playing. Now we're going to lose. But now it looks like they're probably going to drop out of four, lose um, home court advantage in the first round and really any round. And then on top of that, if we fall down to six, we might have to play the Warriors, which when Draymond Green comes back, that is not a fun first round matchup. So that's no. why we're kind of coming in negative. Um, so that, that's where I'm seeing things. And, and like... We had an episode several weeks ago kind of talking about the future of the Jazz, the strategy that they needed to take. And 
I think this is probably one of the best rosters the Jazz are going to have for the next few seasons. So now the question is, what really is the long-term play if the Jazz can't really show they're a, they're a championship contender? And I want to say the West is, like, talent-wise, is pretty tight. So maybe the Jazz come out and really they hit their stride in playoffs. So I'm not counting that out. It's just not looking as good as it was two or three weeks ago. Since right now, um, and we talked a bit about this, um, and we've talked a bit about this in the past, but right now Donovan is kind of in a slump, and Mike Conley is in a slump at the exact same time. Like, if you look at Donovan's field goal percentage in the last four games, um, against the Spurs, he was 43.5. So that's all right, but it's really not that good um, overall, especially when he had a pretty mediocre game from three at 36.4%. Um, against the Blazers, he was awesome, but everyone was awesome. He shot 50%, um, nothing too crazy against Dallas. He was 26.3% from the field. Ouch. Um, and against OKC again, a good game where, um, with 47.4, but the Dallas and Spurs games were both overall, just not great games for Donovan as a whole. He took a lot of shots to not score that many points. Um, And then Mike Conley, though, is where things start to look really concerning. Against the Spurs, Mike shot 14.3%. Portland, he shot 20%. Dallas, he shot 14.3%. New Orleans, he shot 12.5%. And against the Rockets, he shot 40%. So he had a decent game against the Rockets. But overall, Mike has really been struggling. And Donovan has been playing all right, but not good. So if those two players get into stride, you know, if they go into the playoffs in stride and they're healthy and Bojan's hopefully back, I have a lot of I have a lot more faith in the Jazz. But what we've kind of seen in, um, is the Jazz need pretty much everyone to have good games um, and then for some players in that game to have a, a great game. But you can't have a player like Donovan or Mike having a really bad game and then um, – have somebody else pull the Jazz out of it. Once it gets to that level, um, the Jazz are probably going to lose the game. So really, while thankfully um, the players like Bojan and like Rudy doing well offensively in some games and like Mike have made it so we don't need Donovan to have great games to win all the time, we still need Donovan to have a pretty good game. Um, And when he's had kind of all right games, it's hard for the Jazz to pull themselves out of that one um, and to be able to pick up the W. Yeah, it's rough because there is so much pressure on Donovan Mitchell's shoulders where he has to be consistent. And he has to not only be consistent, but he has to be consistently 25 points a game. like Efficiently. 45% plus from the field. Like That's not easy to do game in, game out. And how the roster is built is... If he's doing that and everyone else is kind of at least having an okay to good game, the Jazz are going to win almost every single game. But like 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 Nate was saying, the past few games we haven't been getting that from Mitchell. Um, Conley's been off. And I will say Mitchell for the stretch right before this one has been better than average. He's been amazing. He uh, has been. But what happens in playoff time where like there's no one on the roster who we can really trust to step in. And if Mitchell's not efficient, there's no one who can really step in and, and take that over. Maybe Clarkson when he's having a great game, 
but I I don't know that that's kind of how the roster is built. It's they're so reliant on Mitchell to do what he needs to do that there's a lot of pressure on him. So um, I don't know that that's that's a tough thing because now we're kind of getting into the psychology of what's causing a slump. Is it the other team's defensive scheme? Is it the Jazz offensive scheme? Is it just the first few minutes the shots weren't falling, so their confidence fell, and then it's a it's a mind game. So there's a lot to look at where it's, when a player's in a slump, sometimes it feels like there's no answer for it because it, it, it's more than just an eye test or a number thing. Like You need to really dig into it, and you don't know what's going on in their personal lives, which could impact things. So yeah, that, that's what's kind of frustrating for the Jazz is all those little factors could lead to them having being the best team in the league or lead to them losing to a team like the Spurs. And maybe, maybe I'm being a bit too harsh on Donovan's Spurs game last night. I looked a bit closer and 10 for 23 just looks really bad to begin with from the field. But then when you look at it and see that he was six of 12 from two, which 50% from two is pretty good. And four of 11 from three, which I mean, he takes one less three and all of a sudden he's 40% from three. I, I'm being too harsh on that game. I will say it. ten from 20, ten of twenty three just looked bad, but once I started breaking it down, like he had a much better game than I'm giving him credit for. It just he makes a couple more shots, and all of a sudden he's at a thirty point game, and he's twelve for twenty three, and it just looks a lot better on on the stat sheet. Yeah, it's it's weird how the percentages work, um, and like you said, I, I don't know. Maybe we do judge efficiency on a game by game basis a little bit too harshly because they're like a, a player who's a high volume shooter is shooting 23 shots, but it's like one shot, one extra shot going in or one shot that they didn't take can have a pretty big impact on that percentage yeah. depending on where they're at. And I mean, so looking at it and looking at the Spurs, Daniel House Jr. was negative nine. Um, and that's looking at the Jazz game against the Spurs. And that was the worst plus minus on the team. And I don't think we're going to see him playing 29 minutes, you know, anytime soon um, in the playoffs, hopefully. And then you have um, Alexander Walker, who was negative six in seven minutes or minus six in seven minutes. So like, yeah, um, those are two players that we're not going to see in those roles. But it comes back hopefully. to the concern. There's hopefully. No injuries. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And I haven't done a lot of looking to Bogey's injury. I really hope that Bojan's doing all right um, when it comes to that regard. But that's pretty much just kind of, I think, what we've determined this year, and especially from last season, is um, the Jazz cannot have any rotation players have injuries. Like, that's why Joe Ingles getting injured was so scary. And it looks like hopefully they're going to be able to come away from that. But they need Bogdanovich to come back healthy um and they need and and they need to have a health fully healthy rotation come playoff time which is which is asking a lot for a lot um like obviously injuries happen in basketball and even the Suns and bucks who made it to the finals last um last year had to deal with injuries in the playoffs they definitely got some really good luck with injuries with um injured players they were facing but Chris Paul had his um, hurt his hand, and Giannis looked like he was going to be out for the rest of the final for the rest of the playoffs at one point. So it's something that I feel like as a Jazz fan, that's the only way I think they have a chance of winning, and something that I don't necessarily feel like I can bank on. And maybe they're just going to be incredibly lucky and have got all the injuries out of the way during the season, 
and just have full health during the playoffs. But I don't think that's a logical way to look at it. I I just want to point out that you you missed an opportunity to say called bank in that last sentence when you said bank. So, oh, uh, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Oops, but uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, well, it, it's rough, and that's kind of where Dale and I are at. Like, we know the Jazz have the potential to win the finals. We know it's going to involve them putting together an amazing sixteen games. Um, and they're going to have to do that throughout and win all, win them all. Like this isn't a team, you know, like the Miami heat where they're like, okay, if we mess up and Miami heat with LeBron is what I'm getting at. Um, where it's like, we control our destiny. And if we don't do things right, we're going to lose to the Mavericks. Um, this is a team that does not control their destiny and needs a lot to go their way. It's not crazy. Like it could happen. You could have a 2011 Mavericks team, and maybe I'm selling. Maybe I'm going too hard into saying they had some really good luck that year, but like it could happen again. You could have a Raptors team, you know, who gets really lucky and is able to put together a great playoff um, performance and be able to beat the Warriors and win a title. But this isn't a team like the Heat, where it's like, oh yeah, they're going to win this year, or oh yes, we know we're getting a Cavs Warriors matchup. Um, in the finals. This is a team that's going to have to fight for it. And if you look back at an ESPN 30 for 30, it's going to be, how did the Jazz pull this off? It, it is how I feel. And maybe I'm, again, like Dale said, maybe we're just being too negative right now. Yeah, and, and like, I think there's a good reason to be negative. But at the same time, and I feel like we bring this up a lot, like the Jazz have the chance uh, well, maybe we'll see if they have the chance, but they have the potential to get there. Um, we, we've seen the Jazz play excellent basketball some games this year. We've seen them play not so excellent basketball when a lot of them were out. We just need to get a stretch come playoff time. And I forget what the number is, but last I checked, an NBA game is on average decided somewhere around six points. And so just like a player just hitting a few extra, that's like two threes that's a player that's everyone on the team making their free throws a little bit more often like that's a few like it's everyone talks about football being a game of inches like basketball if they just put a little bit less force in the ball and it goes in instead of hitting back rim and out so it's like that's how close it is at the end of the day for any team to really make it there's a lot of talent in this league and the jazz i feel like are a very well constructed roster it's just tough because there's like we don't have an MVP candidate who can carry us through right now unless Mitchell just goes insane come playoff time, which we've seen him do in the past. So and I don't want to Bojan could too, you know, like you all of a sudden get some 30 plus point games from Bojan and like the playoffs are entirely different. Yeah, so I, I think it comes down to I think we've kind of focused a lot on players. I think if the players kind of step back and focus on on team and say, "Hey, our goal That's is to fair. win this, win this as a game, win, win this game as a team," and say, "Hey, is that because like players might think I can make this shot?" But if and so if you're thinking as a player, that's what you're doing, and that's where you get not to bag on Jordan Clarkson. I love him, but that's where you get a lot of his crazy shots that he takes. If they kind of step back and just be a little bit more patient on offense. Let let the offense come to them and th- think, 
like pass up shots because it's not the best shot you can get that possession um and and play it that way i think the jazz can win and i just we've seen that i've seen it from the jazz this season i've also not seen it from them so it's kind of up in the air from what what i'm seeing i don't know what the jazz are going to do come playoffs yeah no i agree with you and um please go down to the comment section try to give us some more optimism if you have any um leave a like we really do appreciate all of you guys for watching our videos we appreciate all the support um and hopefully you know come next weekend the episode that we put out can be a tiny bit more (laughs) optimistic this is going to be a hard week coming up with um milwaukee and with chicago and even um even charlotte i think or no the clippers like these next few games are big and hopefully the jazz can beat sacramento tonight so Thank you again for watching and go Jazz.